The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Redder Nation, to the Redder Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Redder Greg. Welcome to our show, 200 freaking episodes of the Raider Nation podcast. Very hard for me to believe, but here it is, right here in our face. 200 shows. I hope you keep going strong. Me and Randy are going strong because of you guys. Thanks for all the support. You guys, if it wasn't for the fans, then we certainly wouldn't have a show to give you. So thank you for all 200 episodes because it's been our pleasure. It's a lot of fun. We love doing it. It's awesome. So it's kind of a special mark for us, and uh, we hope we have many more to come. So let's just have a reminder here. The 23rd of July is the training camp for our Oakland Raiders. We're going to try to get on over there and get some film. I don't know if we can. We're going to give it a hell of a try and see what happens. Also, the Raider Nation celebration. Make sure to get your ass in a seat so you can find out where you want to sit this game, this season, for any game, that is. Uh, it's really it's really cool. It's like 10 bucks for the whole thing. You get to see Raider Legends. You get to go to the Eastside Club. Uh, check it out. It's a, great, it's a great thing. You'll see the trophies. And uh, you get to hear address from the players. You get to see the players, see who we drafted. It, it's really fun. Check it out. Okay, without further ado, let's get on to show number 200. Brother. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of Oh, Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of Oh, Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. My brother played nothing but the All right, today's show, Arena Fans, is going to be Show Me the Money. Show Me the Frickin' Money. That's right, Naomi Asamoah and also Derek Burgess have been left out in the cold when it comes to the big dollars. We're going to talk about that and see what's going on, especially with the Asamoah. A lot of questions around him. Okay, a new janitor has been hired for the Alameda facility. Is Lane Kiffin's job on the, on the mark? What do you think? Swear, every time they hire anybody for anything, Lane Kiffin is out the door. So we're going to hit on that for sure. We've picked up somebody else to help the offense. And, of course, it means Lane is out. Brother. Okay, Kawakami is, again, king of the banjo, another asshole of the month. We're going to hit on him and his bullshit about Jovan. I'm using a walker. That's right. We're going to talk about him. Of course, he's channeled his way into Al Davis's mind once again. And, of course, I can't wait to hear what Al is thinking right from the mind of this genius. The asshole of the month, Kawakami. <laughs> can't stay out of the Benjo, partner. And then, of course, we're going to hit the bone line. And that is always entertaining. So without further ado, let's get on to Show Me. The money. Okay, Raider fans, we've been talking about it, we've been thinking about it, kind of ignoring it, sweeping it under the carpet, 
But Deambi Asamoa has been tagged as a franchise player. $9.7 million he'll be making this year because it doesn't look like there's a contract ensuing. Him and his agent have refused to talk, along with, of course, the Raiders' policy of refusing to talk, which means no one's talking. Go figure. And speculation is running rampant. Jerry McDonald, of course, hit on this earlier this week. And it looks like that Nambi is going to go into the season under the franchise tag. Looks like the Raiders might be out of dough. That's why we haven't signed any big defensive or offensive linemen. And I think that's probably the case. Also, let's not forget Derek Burgess has wanted his contract to be open last season and this season and has gotten a big fat N.O. And his contract is coming up shortly after this season. He's wanting more money and certainly deserves it. When you give Tommy Kelly 50 mil, that's pretty insane. <laughs> when you're talking about two playmakers like Deambi Asamoah and Derek Burgess, who are proven commodities, who aren't getting the love from Al Davis's wallet. Of course, this doesn't mean that all is lost. What it does mean, though, there is speculation that Naomi will not be in training camp just to show everybody that he's a little upset. Now, that's an old story. It's happened already. It's been done. I don't think that that's the character of this gentleman. Meeting him in person, talking to him, he's pretty humble, he's pretty honest, and he's pretty loyal. I don't think this is going to happen. It could, but I just don't think he's got that kind of character. Burgess didn't do it, so I don't think he's going to do it either. Now, let's not feel too sad for him. He is making $10 million this year. Not bad money for a guy that's going to go into a contract year during a contract season that the NFL and the players haven't agreed to. The cap. So there's a whole lot of possibilities that are on the positive side for Naomi Asamoa not making it um, a contract this season. That also goes with Derek Burgess as well. I don't think either player is going to get hurt. I think they can only do better. But I'm going to tell you this. Al better come out with some money for both those players next season because I certainly can't see our defense without Asamoa. And I certainly can't see it without Derek, the Sackmaster Burgess. We got to inspire both these players to play, and not paying them ain't inspiring their partner. So I'm hoping that we get it together and pay both these guys because they both are very key parts of the Oakland Raiders football team. And I think we just have to take care of them. And that's all I got to say about that. Yes, it's been reported that we've got a new janitorial manager at the Alameda facility. Is Lane Kiffin's job in danger? Give me a frickin' break. Every time they hire anybody to come into Oakland, it's the same frickin' story. Now, Paul Hackett a quote-unquote consultant has been brought in, yes, from many teams. He's played for the Cowboys, played for the Saints. He hasn't played, but he's worked for these organizations, the Chiefs, the Broncos. I can go down the list. There's 10 teams in the NFL he's worked for, 
What that means is he's never been very good. He's never been good enough to be a head coach or even assistant head coach. He is just a guy that has an offensive mind. He's a good, he's good coaching for quarterbacks. That's kind of where especially is. And I think that's where they're going to use him. They're going to use him to help Russell. Russell needs a lot of help. I know there's a lot of positive vibe out there, a lot of spin out there from Oakland, but he's a rookie quarterback. I just think he's making those rookie moves and rookie mistakes, and they're bringing some guy in to help him out. But automatically, the media is just peppered with articles about how now Hackett's going to be the easy replacement for Lane Kiffin. Well, that's some bullshit. I can't even believe it. Every time they hire anybody, brother, I, I tell you right now. Anyway, the reason I don't think Hackett's going to be replacing anybody is that he is the most conservative play caller in the league. That's why he can't stay anywhere, because he's the kind of guy like Tom Walsh who will get a lead and sit on it. He is not aggressive. He does not take chances. And he's not the kind of coach that the Oakland Raiders need either. I just don't think Al could take it. I don't think the fans would take the boredom. Our offense is a power offense. Power running and, you know, the long ball. That's what it's been. That's what it'll continue to be under Big Al Davis. And I just don't think that Hackett, the conservative coach and the conservative play caller, is the guy that's going to come in and do anything besides help Jamarcus Russell. That's why they hired him. That's what he's doing. And any other speculation is exactly that. It's some bullshit <laughs> from the mainstream media. I'm telling you right now. And Raider fans are buying into it, too. They're buying into it. Because, of course, James Lofton was the automatic you know, guy that was going to come in and take over his job, too. And that hasn't happened, okay? Greg Knapp, yes, he's second in line. He's next in line. It's going to happen any day. Has it happened? No, okay? Let Lane Kiffin coach. Good Lord. I mean, as as a fan, I don't even want to hear it anymore. I don't even give a shit that they hired this Hackett guy, but then they have to make it this big production. You know, it just goes to figure we're the Oakland Raiders, and they're after us once again. <laughs> I got to tell you guys this. Don't put water in that bucket because that's just some more bullshit. We're going into training camp. Don't look, and I'll, I'll tell you this. Look for these articles because these are ensuing ones that you're going to have to read through as the season goes on. Our first loss, Lane's job's on the mark. Our second loss, Lane's job's on the mark. You're going to hear it all year long, every time we lose a game. So get used to it, get ready for it. And also, the next article you're going to hear about and read is anytime they hire anybody to do anything, they're going to be the next in line to coach the Oakland Raiders. So now that I went on that rant, get over it, mainstream media. Lane Kiffin is our coach until he ain't. And that's all I got to say about that. All right, Kawakami. 
Kawakami is still, yes, the unprecedented king of the Benjo, the asshole Amundus, the asshole Amundus. <laughs> he is unanimously a humongous asshole, and yes, again, deserves a six-pack of Charmin tissue for his ass, because he just can't keep from crapping stuff out, literally. So let's see what young Kawakami, man, it just kills me. His articles, his name is huge. It's huge. And dwarfs the actual article he's writing about. He loves himself so very much. So Kawakami comes in with another one of his fantastic rights. You know, I am, it's amazing to me how he can channel himself right into Al Davis's mind. It's really amazing. <laughs> His article is entitled, Might Walker Join Al Davis' Lists of Greatest Mistakes? Hmm. And it goes on to say, Al Davis had to know that wide receiver Jovan Walker was a risky proposition at any price, right? After Denver released Walker last winter, Davis had to know that the Raiders' guarantee of $16 million topped all other Walker contract proposals by more than $10 million. Davis had to know that he was betting part of the Raiders' future on an unpopular player with an iffy ACL. Hmm. Declining performance and some controversy in his past. You think? What player doesn't have that? Not too many. Right now, as he says, we, as he thinks he's a Raider fan, all should be concerned about Walker's health and future after he was found robbed and beaten in Las Vegas in the street early last month. But if I'm a Raiders fan, I have to worry about Davis' instincts on his venting process. <laughs> One more article here, Kamikabe goes off on Al Davis. Oh, he is such a hater. Early reports out of Vegas indicate that Walker might have suffered an orbital fracture, which would put his season in jeopardy. <laughs> and the Raiders might be up to spending all $16 million on an injured player. Oh, brother. Al overpaid Walker for some strange reason. He overpaid Giangelo Hall. He overpaid Tommy Kelly and Gabriel Wilson and Kwame Harris in this offseason. Pure desperation after his five years stagger. Okay. Well, that's basically what he... Then he goes on to rip the Niners, which is really kind of funny about how he rips the Niners and their stadium proposal. But here we go on this particular thing. First of all, Kawakami, how do you know the biggest offer that Yovan Walker got? How do you know that? Do you know that Al Davis was $10 million overpaid? Do you think he's that stupid? Or do you think we're that stupid that we're going to swallow your bullshit? Kawakami, you know, you're transparent as cellophane, brother. Get over it. I would stop writing articles about the Raiders. If, well, in your case, they're very entertaining, and I certainly read them just to call you the asshole that you are. You are such an asshole. 
And it's funny because it is just, uh, it's sandbox journalism at best. So, Mr. Kawakami, I don't know where you went to school, but you better go back there and get your money back, Padna, because they didn't teach you how to write at all. And it's certainly not to <laughs> how to get your point across, whatever it may be. <laughs> you need to get your money back, Padna. But then again, it makes it fun because you are a regular asshole on this show, and we love it. So off to you, your six rolls of Charmin shit paper. I'm going to send them off to you with a lovely note. <laughs> I love it! I was talking to your mother just the other night. I told her I thought you were an asshole. She said, yes, I think you're right. And all your friends are assholes because you've known them your whole life. And somebody told me you've got an asshole for a wife. Were you born an asshole or did you work it your whole life? Either way it worked out fine. Okay, let's get on to the bone line, folks, because there's not much news in Raiderland yet, but there's going to be a whole lot of news once camp starts, so check it out. The bone line. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181 Throw the nation a bone, throw me a bone, get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are from the nation to your station. Raider Greg, Randy, hey man, I'm digging it. I fell across the podcast recently, pretty, pretty recently. My name's Raider Rod, and I'm in Richmond here, Richmond, Virginia. That's right. We hold it down for the nation as well. So recognize, partner. Look, man, I have to tell you. First off, hold on, hold on. I have to say happy birthday to King Al. Absolutely. King Al, you rule. You do what it takes to keep us on top. Even when we're not on top, they're holding it for us. That's right. They're just holding it for us. So all I have to say is, I'm going to keep it brief. I'm a first-timer, so deal with me. But I'm going to tell you, it's all about us. I'm loving what King Al has put out for money for us this season. And I tell you what, I am so juiced. I'm ready now. Is the game tomorrow? Oh, it's not. Hey, but look, I'm patient. 
I'm patient because I'm sitting here now just just running my hands together because I know we're going to take it and we're going to run DMC. is going to run it down their throat, brother, and that's what it's all about. I have to tell you, you talk about the, the Oakland Coliseum and how great it is out there, and one day I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This year I'm only going to make it to one game, I admit it, and that's the Baltimore game. I'll tell you what, though, I'm going to hold it down for our set, and I'm going to raise my hand, and every time DMAC runs in that end zone, you're going to see our brother just going crazy. They're going to have to put the camera on me, Greg. They're going to have to because I'm going to lose my freaking mind when we're running down those Ravens throat. But I tell you what, I can't wait to get out to Oakland. One of these years, I'm going to do it because I can't stand it. I love you guys. There are other podcasts out here, but there is only one Raider Nation podcast. And I'm going to tell you now, brother, all of us are strictly family. You know, when some of these podcasts out here and some of these suckers out here, I tell you what, I, I don't want to get into it because it's, it's, it's making me mad. I don't want to talk about it. But, look, I'm going to leave it alone. Again, Greg, Randy, you guys do an awesome job. We're going to hold it down. Just be patient. Might not be this year, but we're going to do it. All I got to say is peace. Keep holding it down. I'll hold it down on this side. Y'all hold it down on that side, and we'll all meet in the middle for King Al. Get down, brother. Peace. Raider Rod, man. Thanks for coming in. First time caller. Thanks for shouting out to the Raider Nation. Tell us what you're feeling. I love it. I love King Al. <laughs> love that. And the fact that you can go to the Baltimore game, dude, that is awesome. There's a lot of, we need representation, man. You're out there representing the nation. You're out there, Baltimore, representing the silver and black, man. I wish I was there. I know you're rich here. You were here at the Coliseum. You're gonna, you'll make it here, and you're going to love it when you get here because there's a big difference between here and the Baltimore Ravens Stadium. So, uh, yeah, man, we can't wait for you to get here too. So represent there in Baltimore. We'll be looking for you, jumping up and down every time D-Max hits the end zone. And you know we will too, and we are going to hold it on down here on the West Coast. You know we do that well. And look at this. we got a surprise. The Crusader Raider comes in on the bone line. Take it away, Keith. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. Hello, Raider Greg, and congratulations. I hope this uh, message gets to you in time for show number 200. Who would have thought we'd have got this far all together, eh, when we started, uh, uh, when you started this podcast uh, three years ago, that we'd get to show number 200. And boy, is it worth it. Exciting times, I say, with the Raider Nation at the moment. I say the training camp starting in Napa on the 23rd of July. Uh, seven days and counting. I keep looking at the countdown on the on the podcast uh, site there and then thinking, oh, if only I was in Napa. But hey, I'm here in the rain in London, and it's cool. Uh, and then obviously the 10th of August, the Raider Nation celebration. What an event that will be. All Raider fans have got to get down to the event. The Crusader Raider will be there in spirit, if not in soul, and uh, wish I could be there with you. I was looking on the website uh, around about the, the nation and it came up there about uh, on the sporting news site there's the quarterback ratings with uh, Tom Brady number one, Peyton Manning number two and my good, good friend John Kittner all the way down at number 25, the former Barcelona Dragoman who played here in NFL Europe. 
But hey, if John Brady's number one, Peyton Manning's number two, and if John Kittner can make number 25, where will Jamarcus Russell be this time next year? What do you reckon, Greg? Uh, let's hope that he's in that top ten and let's hope he's done the business for us this season. Lots of news around uh, in the UK about Brett Favre. Will he go back to Green Bay? Will he go to somewhere else? Uh, Rumour is that he may join Chucky in uh, Tampa. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that one. And, and on the Bleacher Report, it says why Brett Favre should come to Oakland and uh, uh, and Al Davis should get the checkbook out. But, uh, hey, we've got to go with Jamarcus now. You know, the time is right. We've got to go with Jamarcus. It's no good bringing someone like Favre in or so to do one season. We've tried the... the the uh, Dante Culpeppers and the likes. We need to go with what our young blood is, and we need to go out there, and them boys need to go out there and earn the money that they're being paid, uh, not put more money into the bank balances of those who have already been there. Another article said about LT, saying that he's in the prime of his career on ESPN with 100 touchdowns, the fastest in the NFL history. Hey, that boy's so good at catching things, the only thing he can't catch is a little ring to put on the end of his finger. And I'm looking forward to seeing the low point of his career when he comes into our town in London in October and we give him a good British welcome and that boy going home with a, a tan backside when he leaves London. Fourth of July, you said on the last uh, show... Independence Day, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you boys do like to rub it in. You know, for the British of us here, you know, give us a break, guys. Independence Day, let's rename it Al Davis Day, in in commemoration of the of the great man himself. And hey, Europe is taking over the King of Beers this week. Budweiser being taken over by a Belgium uh, company to produce the the King of Beers. So hey, why not have let's have a King of a team in London again. Let's get an NFL Europe franchise back here in London. Some friends on the on the various websites have been asking, where's the photos from the European Tour Crusader Raider? I know on a previous uh, podcast, uh, Greg, you mentioned the pictures from uh, Stonehenge and Paris and uh, uh, with Notre Dame and the Eiffel Tower and obviously my trip into Amsterdam and into Cologne and uh, obviously on the canals of, of Great Britain as well. Uh, if you can get the pictures up on the site, that would be great to share with the nation because, uh, you know, it really sort of shows how international we really are. And anyway... This is uh, sort of the end of uh, today's uh, sort of blast, really, boys. But show 200, I hope I make it in time. Let's look forward to the next uh, 20 shows, 50 shows, 100 shows. And uh, let's look forward to the season with lots of hopes and optimism. Uh, And uh, let's hope that this will be the year that we come back. Because Denver's in turmoil. The Kansas City Chiefs don't know what they're doing. San Diego's an ageing team with a, a, a head-loose, nutless quarterback and an ageing running back. Who's going to get his comeuppance in our town? So this is the time. This is the time the Silver and Black come back. Let's get the team together. Let's get it going in uh, Napa from the 23rd of July. Let's get those uh, that new running back going. Let's get his legs going. Let's get Jamarcus going. And let's see this team get us back to where we want to be. I'm fed up with being the, the, the kicking boys. And now let's go and kick some ass ourselves. This is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, and I'm out of here. Man, oh man, still sensitive at the 4th of July, huh? Well, guess what? (laughs) Just win, baby. Uh, Just kidding, man. You know what it's all about. It's all about the Raiders. And they're representing there in England, man. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) Great fans, good friends. Can't wait to see you guys this season. Anyway... The bone line is alive, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181, even a bone line from England. I love it. And here's a special little phone call for all the nation. Evidently, we've ruffled somebody's feathers because we got another pretender. 
We got another closet fan. Remember the other closet Raider fan? Yeah, that's right. The Redskin. Well, guess who we got now? We got another NFC favorite. The Cow Pukes. The Cowboys. The Cow Hoes. Whatever you want to call them. Here's Rockin' Cowboy to give you his take on our Oakland Raiders. Now, when you listen to him, I want you to hear all the things he knows about this team. The exception of we lost Jerry Porter, but he knows a lot about the Oakland Raiders. A lot more than he'd like to admit, I'm sure. You know that comes from Texas, you know. There's two things that come from Texas, and he surely doesn't sound like a steer to me. You know what I'm saying. Well, let's listen to Rockin' Cowboy. Hit it, brother. Hi, uh, this is Rockin' Cowboy, and uh, I just wanted to call to let you know I think your show is a complete joke. Everything you idiots have to say about the Raiders and all this bullshit here and there, it's just fucking funny as shit to me. Because you guys think you actually have a chance next season. Your team sucks. It will suck for the next five years. Get it through your head. Russell isn't going to be good at all. He's going to be a. He's going to grow up. He's going to try to be good in the NFL. And he's going to suck. He's going to be a fucking bust. Just like every single player you get in the first round is. Derek Fan's way too small to do anything. He's going to get the ball once. They're going to hit his legs, and then he's going to fall to the right. He's not going to be able to break any tackles. Javon Walker's washed up. You don't have any other receivers. Drew Carter, he's like a no-name from Carolina. I think that's where he came from. Then um, he got rid of Jerry Porter, which I thought was actually a pretty good player, but he had a little bounce on him. Your defensive line is atrocious, and your offensive line isn't much better. Um, it's, just, it's just a joke, and I, I just laugh, and I think you should reconsider what you say on this show. That's really funny. So, uh, peace. Well, funny thing is, I thought about it, and guess what? We're staying. <laughs> That's right. The Raider Nation podcast stops for no cow puke, and certainly not for a weak-ass biatch like you. Thanks for coming in. I hope you listen to this episode because your voice is on it. Other than that, you can suck my ass. <laughs> You and all them cow turds out there, you know, two things come from Texas. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog shit, Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. You don't sound like no steer, partner. There you go. Well, there's a show. Make sure you hit that bone line, though. 1-800-620-7181. Hit the bone line, folks, because training camp is here. We want to hear about it, hear about your takes on everything that's going on because it's going to start to pick up now. You're going to get your game ready because the games are going to start very shortly. Less than a month, folks. Preseason, it is upon us. Don't forget, Red Nation. Red Nation celebration is coming up. Get there. If you're going to be in Napa, get over there. I don't know what you're going to see, but shit, you could at least have a drink at the hotel there in the Marriott um, over there. So <laughs> go in there and have the, a drink at the bar. You could say you stayed at the Raiders training facility because they're there. So be there at the celebration. I will be, of course, will be there at the first game, August 8th, against the 40 Winers. I hope that we kick their ass 
It'll be nice to see. I'd love to see that happen. I know Kwame Harris is going to be playing great for that game, so let's not forget that. Let's stay together. Let's stay tight. Let's be good human beings. Get your ass in a seat. You haven't bought tickets yet. You better get on it. Uh, there's a, a rumor out there that the Raiders are hurting in ticket sales. The funny thing is, all the teams are hurting in ticket sales. It's just the economy, folks. It's a tough deal. Trust me. Uh, a lot of money to go out to see a game, see a team. But you know what? I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can afford to do it. And when I can't, guess what? I'm going to do it again anyway. <laughs> I love it. I just love it, man. Love this team. Love the fans. Love the Raider Nation. And until next time, this is Raider Greg. I.